Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Disinherited Son, who says, My male 23 parents, male 58, female 63, have taken me out of the will in favor of my sister, female 26. Am I wrong to be so angry about this? Recently, I was helping my parents with doing a bit of late spring cleaning and throwing a lot of old rubbish out when I came across what I assume is the most recent copy of their will. Date, June 2012. I didn't mean to look at it, but when I moved it, I noticed in the beneficiary section on the front, only my sister was listed. Then, I know it was horrible of me to do, I decided to have a read through it. I'm not in it at all. My sister is listed as the sole beneficiary. She will get their house, life insurance policies, savings, car, absolutely everything. They aren't rich people by any means, but due to the way property prices have risen since they bought their house in the 80s, this probably comes in a total of about 500,000. They have always had a thing with favoring my sister a bit more than me, giving her extra attention and stuff, but I've never really minded. She's a bit of a screw up and if I'm honest, she has needed the extra attention. I'm not going to lie either. My financial situation is a lot better than my parents. I'm engaged and together me and my partner, no kids, make about 45k a year. She's a single parent of two children, deadbeat dad, no child support, earning about 16k a year. I know that is a lot of a gap and I would understand if they left her a greater share to help her out more, but leaving me with nothing just seems so harsh. Whilst me and my fiancé do earn more, we aren't exactly rolling in money. And even if they only had left me with 20%, it would still be more than enough to help me start to buy a house. Obviously, this is all hypothetical as they are both perfectly healthy and have a long time in them yet. It just seems harsh that if they were to die tomorrow, my sister would be set whilst I would be left with nothing. Am I right to be angry about this? Should I confront them about it or not? I know it's not my money at all, but she is a terrible daughter to them. Over the years, she has lied to them, stole money from them and me and had to be bailed out and fines paid for drug charges, etc. She barely even finished school as well. So while she is financially worse off, it's only because she has made herself so. On the other hand, I visit them all the time, help them out whenever they ask, went to university, which they had always wanted me to do. I paid for it 100% myself with no help, and it just seems like they are punishing me and rewarding her for being such a failure. Additional info. With me, they have always had a parenting style of letting me make my own way. If I wanted something, I was expected to do chores or get a job and pay for it. I don't mind at all if it's made me more responsible. My sister, on the other hand, they always bought what she wanted and never really expected as much from her as me. And in some ways, I think it's not about the money, but it's more about, you know, they're favoring your sister over you. And of course, that's going to bloody hurt. And I sort of wonder what would happen if you was to approach your parents and just bluntly say, why do you favor my sister over me? What is going on? 
and just see what their response is and take it from there because otherwise I can't see any other way around it. But Kijimon says, the only solution now is to talk to them about it calmly. Mum, Dad, while tidying up, I found your will. I don't want this to turn into a feud, but I would like to know why I'm not going to get anything when you guys pass on. I'm not counting the days till it happens, but I was a bit shocked to read that you guys have left me out entirely. And Kornberg had a similar situation which they posted in the comments where they said, I live in a similar sort of situation. My parents expect so much of me than they do of all three of my sisters. They let all of them live with them for an indefinite amount of time. One of them has two small children. They help them all with cars, car insurance, cell phone and college as well as with other things like rent and all sorts of costs associated with the two grandkids. I was asked to leave, never got help with college and I did get some initial help with car insurance and car payments. It was only for three months and I paid them back. Usually this favoritism doesn't really bother me. My sisters all need help for different reasons and the two without kids are really getting on their feet. The one with kids is a total train wreck and my parents are convinced if they don't do everything that she asks for, the kids will starve and she won't let them see them or all sorts of other alarmist stuff. When in reality, she's just using them to avoid having to budget and be financially responsible. Recently, I asked for financial help to have a wedding. Not a lot, something they could afford and something we really needed to make this happen. Nope, for whatever reason, that really, really stung. They threw the entire wedding for the sister with the kids five years ago. I was asking for much less money and really, I never asked for anything so I didn't even think that they'd say no. When we got eloped, I tried to involve them but there was little interest on their part. When I told my dad that we're getting married in two weeks, his response was, well, we can't make it, I have a pool tournament that day. He's not a pro player. This was a small pool tournament held at a local bar. They wanted to send a wedding gift so I sent them our registry made upon request from other family and friends. They sent us a set of plastic measuring cups purchased from I have no idea where. That hurts so much. I'm tearing up thinking about it. I'd almost rather that they would have sent nothing. My reaction has been to reevaluate our relationship. I'd always considered myself to be close with my parents, especially my mum, but their refusal to even consider helping me showed me where they stood in the relationship. They are completely and totally invested in the care of my fucked up sister with little room left for the other two, but none for me. I'm tired of being punished for being the strong, smart, capable and functioning kid. So I pulled back pretty hard with our relationship. Nearly daily phone calls have lapsed to once a week or every other week. I don't really visit, which isn't a huge change as I didn't really visit when they had seven people and five dogs in the damn house. But now they have a place for my husband and I to sleep. We've not taken advantage of it. It's hard being the good kid. It sounds so shitty to say that, but it's true. They assume that you don't need anything, so they give everything to the bad kid. In your shoes, I talk to them and tell them how you feel. How it hurts that you were totally ignored and that they didn't care enough to leave you anything. Emphasize that it's not about the money, it's the intent. It didn't really do anything for my situation, but maybe it will show your parents that favoring your sister over you is having negative consequences for them too. I do love a comment like that where someone can relate they've been in the same situation and they can pass on the advice that they had taken whether it works or not is something else but I do like it when someone can relate to a post like that but with that information let's go on to OP's update which says I just want to say to all of you you are absolutely awesome thank you so much for your support if I could I would respond to each of you individually but unfortunately I don't have the finger strength for that hello all thank you for all your responses 
I think the very vast majority of you understood what I was upset about with only a few idiots thinking it was about the money rather than validation of what I had always believed a bit, that they prefer my sister. I wanted to get this sorted out as soon as possible to book the afternoon off work and went around to see them and learned two new things about myself from my parents. One, I was an accident. Apparently after my sister, my mum had a miscarriage and they decided not to try again and then a year later, along pops me. Because I was unplanned, they hadn't really thought through their finances. And so for about a year and a half, my dad had to work two jobs and has always felt that I made him miss out on my sister growing up and that because he rarely saw me, he has never really connected with me. As for my mum, the previous miscarriage had put her off having children. She was content with her little girl and by then, age 39, was quite happy to be done having children. Two, they are disappointed with me. They don't like my fiance. They don't like that I live a 40 minute drive away. They're sad that I chose accountancy instead of doing a law degree. But most of all, they are disappointed that I'm not closer to my sister. That is friends with a girl who spent most of her life bullying me, who has treated them appallingly, who stole money from them regularly until she moved out. And I was persuaded to lend 2000 pounds of my savings for university so she could clear some debts. She never paid that back and had to get into a lot of debt myself to get through my final year. It's not even like I'm horrible to my sister now. I love my niece and nephew and spoil them all the time and for their sake will help her out from time to time with money for bills and food. Apparently, this is why I am not in the will and never have been except when I was younger where custody of me would have been given to my aunt until I was 18. They have never really seen me as their son. I was always a bit too distant and self-reliant and apparently made it easy for them to love your sister more. I'm not down to get anything as they don't really view me as part of the family. Me going away for three years to uni made it worse but it's something they have always felt. They asked me if I felt it was wrong what I did and said if I could persuade them otherwise they would change it somewhat. My sister would still be the main beneficiary but I would get something from them. I know you guys will probably be disappointed with me for my response, but I just left. I told them I didn't care about the money at all and if they cannot see me as their son, I no longer see them as parents. And then OP came with one more little update which says just posting this as a little update. Found this post when browsing best of and managed to remember the old password. I'm now 33, happily married, two beautiful daughters and running my own business that I started during COVID lockdowns, which has basically helped us become fully financially independent. Zero contact with my parents or sister these past 11 years. Parents are still alive. As a result of insane house prices increases in the UK, they're probably worth close to 1 million now. I'm fairly certain my sister is waiting for them to die. From what I've heard from other people, her behavior improved. No more stealing, etc. But she's still broke and in a dead end job because she virtually has no qualifications to get anything better and no drive to improve. The only person I'm in any contact with is my nephew, sister's son. He's nothing like his mother. Absolutely brilliant mind and currently at university studying maths. And my wife and I help him with his living expenses because he wouldn't have been able to go without it. And to be honest with his mind, it would be a waste. And before we talk about the update, the update before that where the parents were laying it all down that they don't like his fiance, they're disappointed in you, you were an accident and you know they really never saw you as family. My heart was absolutely breaking for you then. Imagine having to hear your family say that sort of shit. And I absolutely 100% wasn't disappointed in you from just walking out of that situation and having no contact with them from there on end. I don't blame you at all. Who wants that kind of toxic shit in your life? 
Ooh-wee. And I'm glad that you've just moved on with your life and happily married with two beautiful daughters. It sounds absolutely wonderful. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to OP? I mean, they've moved on now, but what would you advise to them back then? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Story. And our next story comes from Chemical Eagle 1007 who says, Am I the arsehole for telling my wife she was so close to getting her dream job. I'm a 33-year-old man and my wife is 27. Since the start of our relationship, my wife has been very particular about how things get done and tends to believe that she knows the one true correct way for anything related to anything. She's admitted that she can be a control freak. While this bothers me, there's never been a true deal breaker in our relationship. Very often, when I do just about anything, whether it be a household chore, assembling a piece of furniture, taking a picture or writing a presentation for work. In a field where I have a master's degree and she has no formal education, she'll do this thing where she'll condescendingly say, you are so close to getting it right. Really drawing out the so close part. I've told her dozens of times that I prefer her to stop because it sounds so condescending, but she insists that she's complimenting me. I do the dishes and place them out to dry in an orientation she doesn't approve of. You were so close. Next time, put them that way. I take a picture of her. You were so close. Next time, angle the camera this way. I complete a project at work and show her the results. You were so close. Next time, write it this way. For the last two months, my wife has been undergoing an intensive hiring process for a job in our city. She works in a highly niche field and seldom finds job openings and therefore she was ecstatic to have the opportunity for a relatively well-paying job doing what she wants to do. She got to the very final stage where the company was considering two people, coincidentally the other whom was her college roommate. Well, on Friday she got the call, telling her thanks for application but blah blah blah, record on file, all that jazz. My wife came to me crying. I immediately comforted her and you were so close blurted out. Her head whipped up and she asked what I meant by that. I said she was so close to getting the job, but was just a bit off. She immediately walked out to stay at her friend's house, where she is currently sulking. She finally sent me a text this afternoon, calling me a huge jerk. Was I unnecessarily being an asshole here? I'm going to start off with Invisgoth, who says, Man, you were so close to being the asshole. But after all you've endured, not the asshole. 
Meeson says everyone sucks here. Your wife is an asshole for constantly giving minor backhanded insults. You're an asshole for kicking her while she's down. You all could benefit from some counseling. MK says not the asshole. You just confirmed that every time she's thrown that line at you, it was never meant as a compliment. She got a taste of her crappy medicine and didn't like it. It's too bad she didn't get the job, but maybe she'll realize how awful it says to say you were so close. Opie replies saying, I want to be completely honest that other people are asking. That wasn't my intention to give her a taste of her own medicine. I just heard that phrase so many times in so many different situations that it was legitimately the first thing that came to mind. She really was so close. That's what I was trying to say, that she was so close. When she reacted with shock that I'd say such a thing with her, I do admit that I doubled down because I've heard it literally hundreds of times. Penny Whistles Moon Pie says everyone sucks here. Your wife doesn't even respect you enough to be nice about doing the dishes and to stop using a phrase you find condescending. But boy, you sure got her good using her own words against her in a very vulnerable moment. Sounds like a happy couple. ETA, after reading Opie's comments, he doesn't come off as trying to hurt his wife in retaliation like I first interpreted it. Changing my verdict to not the arsehole. And Pen Paper Cat says not the arsehole since she does the exact same thing. She knows she's being condescending and not a compliment. That's why she's offended. But seriously, you both need to sit down and talk about her word choice. Her intentions don't matter as much as how you take it. So close means not good enough, period. She's telling you that whatever you did, regardless of how insignificant the task was or how little she herself knows about the subject, wasn't good enough and that she knows better and you must learn from her. That's insulting. She needs to stop. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's have another story. Now, this next story comes from Concert A-Hole who says, Am I the asshole for tolerating a night out with my girlfriend? Earlier this year, I gifted my girlfriend, 33 female, tickets to a concert that she really wanted to go to. That was this past Friday night. I'm 36 male, not a fan of her music. Or the fact that this concert was in the city, but I wanted to make it a great gift. She was elated when I told her I bought her the VIP package, meet and greet, pictures with the band, etc. Last week, my girlfriend began asking if we had to get to the venue early. Being the thorough detail person that she is, I assured her I would check. Instead, I was too busy with work. Honestly, it was getting a bit annoying that almost every few days she would ask, so I told her I didn't see anything while deleting a bunch of emails from the venue for concerts I don't even care about. On Friday afternoon, she told me that she had tried looking things up and was only finding the doors opened at 7. With that, I picked her up at 6 and arrived at the venue for 7. Once inside, she showed security our tickets and asked about the meet and greet. The bouncer informed us that the VIP was at 6 o'clock. I froze and now my girlfriend turns to me asking if I received any kind of emails. The tickets were in my name. I told her that I deleted the emails and she seemed to understand. I actually really enjoyed the whole time. So once her band set ended, we decided to not stay for the last band. And this is where the trouble began. It's 10 p.m. We're outside of the venue and she suggests we go to a bar a block away and either walk or rideshare. Immediately I said there was not a chance. She mentioned that my car was in a secured lot and we wouldn't be far, but I lost my call, which I admit was not the best way to go about things, and told her, you don't go out in the city. There is crime all over the place. She responded that we're in the city. I went off how I can't stand it here, so she said that we'll just leave. No raising of her voice. She just said that she was fine with leaving. She was silent on the way back and I suggest that we go back to my place to finish the night and she refused. 
This also pissed me off because I was asking what was wrong with the bar next to my apartment and she shut that down with her short responses. Overall, the night cost me over $300 and while she is saying more to me now as opposed to Friday night, she is being very distant. She told me she could live with not going to the meeting greet except for how things turned out afterwards and that is when the disappointment truly set in. My response was that I was only bringing her to the concert nowhere else and thinking of her safety. She continued that I shouldn't have bought tickets if I was only tolerating doing so. I do accept that I made some mistakes, chiefly with making us miss the meet and greet. The timing of the concert should have made this unforgettable experience since her grandmother just died. Am I the arsehole? Bloody hell, man, but Superlicious Bubble says, you're the arsehole, you deliberately deleted emails despite knowing she wanted to be sure of the details because you found it annoying that she asked. As a result, she missed what was almost certainly the main part of the gift for her, the chance to meet the artist, which was also the point of buying the VIP package, so you wasted your money too. Then you patronizingly told her that there wasn't a chance you'd do something else when she was trying to salvage some measure of specialness out of her ruined night. You made an ignorant and bigoted generalization that cities are all full of crime. Acted like a petulant child when she didn't want to go to the bar near your apartment, which isn't exactly a special or memorable thing to do if you go there all the time. And finally, you misinterpreted the whole thing as being about you not being sufficiently enthusiastic about the band. This isn't about you tolerating the night out. It's about you ruining it. The fact that your girlfriend just got quiet and withdrawn instead of pushing back your me worry that you've got a history of losing your cool. That makes her afraid for her safety if she speaks out. Paranoia Pizza says, Jesus Christ, this is the clearest you're the asshole I've ever read. Poor woman. Took her out for her birthday, made her miss the best part of it, and then refused to take her out after. In quotes, the section says, dude, just break up with her. This isn't how you're supposed to treat someone who you're supposed to love. Edit after a few people have commented. Don't know where I got a birthday from. Lol. And Miskatonic says, you're the arsehole. You didn't tolerate this night out. You ruined it. Forcing your girlfriend to tolerate your sour company. Last night, my boyfriend took me out to see my favorite artist. Someone he's never heard of and music I know he wouldn't like. You know what he did? Bought me a nice dinner. Took tons of pictures because I was excited and I forgot. And when I thanked him for a night I knew wasn't his wheelhouse, he told me that he loves me and was glad to see me having so much fun. Now, what do you guys make of this one? I think I know where you guys are going to go with it, but I'm always happy to see it. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories. As I always say, your time is so, so important. So I'm always absolutely blown away that you spend it with me and listen to a couple of stories, of course. So thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.